0: Say hi, honey.
1: She, she oh, hardly honey, knows me. She's calling me, honey. Oh,
0: she's, <laughs> she's feeding Alvin. You've never met Paul, have you? You're going to come in and say hi when you go by? Or are you going to smack me when I come out of the room for having the webcam? I
1: think, I think both.
0: Yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Dead. She looked at me. Seriously. Uh, uh, uh.
2: Avengers Spotlight!
1: happening doc
0: much big p
1: (laughs) do you know people don't like my pig picture uh no i i don't know why i don't either i'm very confused how could anybody not like that poor little innocent looking thing
0: yes it looks delicious
1: just think of how that would be on 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 a roll with some lettuce and tomato
0: those ears oh that hair what's that i'm just looking i never noticed it has hair on its head
1: yeah, I think the hair is. The, the hair really adds to the look. Bow oh. wow. Oh, that's lovely. You just
0: slurped, and you're going to give me a hard time?
1: I slurped. I didn't belch. I
0: didn't belch. I said bow wow. Yo, yo, yippee yay, bow wow. I think the recording will tell. This was a pretty interesting issue.
1: Yeah, I think we'll have stuff to talk about. And
0: I, oddly enough, I've got some stuff to talk about that I just. Well, I guess I'll bring it up for the show, which I guess you... Whoa, okay. Should we start the show? Overture. Curtain's lights.
1: This is it. We'll hit the heights. And over what heights heights we'll hit. hit. On with the show. This is it. Starring that Oscar-winning rabbit. Bugs Bunny. And then, well, I remember it. then, Then they'd go into the Roadrunner theme.
0: Roadrunner. Beep! The coyote's after you, be-deep, be-deep, road runner. Beep! He catches you, you through. That coyote's really a crazy clown. Mm. When will he? What did I get it wrong? No. Oh, when will he learn? Just with a little background sound effects. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little road brother. He never bothers anyone. Yeah, something, something, something. Running down the
1: roads. His idea of he's having fun. Fun.
0: Road runner. Meep.
1: Hmm. Was that all they did? Was it the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner show? Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Hour.
0: Hmm. Ah, uh, when comics were... When comics... When... Well, when comics and cartoons were great.
1: Ah, oh, yeah. When, and when you'd wait for Saturday to watch all your cartoons.
0: Oh, yeah, man. I used to get up and I used to turn on the TV and my my, my, my aunt would yell at me because it was a TV with a remote and she didn't want me messing... It It had digital buttons and she didn't want me messing it up. So she didn't want me to turn the TV on. So I'd, like, turn it on and... I'd, lower the volume that i'd like have to like have one ear on a tv and one ear listening to see if she got up so i'd have to dive and go back to bed you know and pretend i was asleep so
1: yep Ah had good old days yeah i tell to- i talk to my kids about it and it's like i'm telling them you know yeah those were the good old days back when we had to you know brush our hair with broken glass <laughs> you know because I'm talking about like, you know, back then we didn't have DV- VCRs, we didn't have DVD players, we didn't have uh, DVRs, you know, we didn't have cable, we had four channels, and that was it and we were happy. You and we what? liked it. You so, might have you know, had, yeah, like, you like, had. Like a stupid old man. But the thing that was different that, you know, every other aspect of it is better now. The thing that was better then was that you appreciated something that was on. You just didn't have it to watch over and over and over again. Right. So you appreciated it more. You you know you 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 paid more attention when you were watching it, you know, it, it meant more to you.
0: Oh yeah, cuz I, I used to remember uh, ABC used to always show the James Bond movies every, you know, and they would that was the only time you could see him.
1: Yeah, I I remember getting the TV guide, you know, the full preview and seeing, oh what movies are they going to sh- are they going to show this year? Mm-hmm. You know, what new series are coming up? Let me watch that that special cartoon preview show.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And then you'd have the cartoon previews in the comics. You'd have a big ad yeah. saying what was going to be on what channel.
1: You know, there was there was something there's something to be said for the excitement level. That's all I that's all I mean by it. They don't have that anymore. No,
0: they don't. Everything's too easy. It's almost no fun. Bastards. I mean, uh, yeah, they took the fun out of everything.
1: Stupid technology. Why? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I try. I try to do that once in a while. Like you know, we'll have like a family movie night or something, and make like a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. Try to to create that excitement. Sometimes, sometimes it works. Sometimes not so much.
0: Yeah, know, we, we did.
1: We did it. finally get through all of Daredevil, by the way.
0: Oh, I, I was gonna. Yeah, cool. All
1: right, so let's let's dive right into this book. <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: Here
1: we go. You sure you you okay there? I was just doing my last, doing my, my last words. La, la, la. Close to you. Why do birds suddenly appear? Anytime that you're near They like me, they long to be close to you. I <laughs> see. I thought you were gonna do close to me. <laughs> they long to be close to me. <laughs> 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 close to me (laughs) oh hello everybody and welcome to avengers spotlight episode 13 lucky 13 i'm paul Spataro, and i am joined by my avengers buddy my avenging buddy dr bill robinson dun 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 oh sorry as we continue our coverage of the corvax saga and to cover the Korvac saga appropriately, we're gonna cover an issue that has precious little to do with Korvac today. Um, I say it has almost absolutely nothing to do with Korvac. I've is... read this a few
0: hmm? But you know what, that explains okay, when I get to that maybe I'll just bring it up now. When I read this as part of the Korvac saga I'm like, I don't even remember reading this. Like I don't even remember I think I just glossed over this on the times that I reread it. Because all it does is continue part of the storyline from last issue, and sets up. I mean, there's only one little thread. Excuse me. There is something of the Korvac saga in here, but it's one little teeny tiny thing that happens at the end of the ep- of the book. But I really, I didn't even remember this book when I read this story. Like it was new. I was like, I don't, I don't remember this. Well, I remembered it,
1: but I can't say I remembered it as being integral to Korvac.
0: I can't believe I didn't remember Captain Marvel's green panties and bra. Do do do
1: do 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 Yeah, she was bra there... and panties on Captain Marvel. Actually, she was Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel, yeah.
0: And I almost thought she didn't have a top on there first when you know, because that's quite the shot we hit. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves.
1: Yeah, we will get. We will get there.
0: And I get, there's some weird choices going on in this book for like things that they're paying attention to which we'll we we'll, sure we'll discuss that too. But uh, so I guess we're I don't there's no new no new new no new Avengers news new <laughs> <to speak> new <of. laughs> <laughs> I mean the only real Marvel news that's new is uh, the big bruhaha of apparently they the Fantastic 4 and X-Men have been excised from the latest big banner of Marvel characters. You know, I guess they're really trying to I don't know if they're just trying to edge out um Fox and or uh, Fox, <laughs> Fox and Fox.
1: Well, I've I've said this before. I I think if if that is what they're doing, it's very short-sighted of them because we've reached a point now where you're more likely to get comics readers from moviegoers than you are the other way around. Yeah. It's not like, okay, they didn't make a Fantastic Four movie, so, oh, nobody's going to... I mean, they, or rather, excuse me. It's not like they didn't, they're not making a Fantastic Four comic, so nobody's going to go see the movie. Most of the moviegoers are not comic readers anyway. Right. So, so you, you hope that maybe your sales will spike a little in the comic, but you're certainly not going to get people to go or stop people from going to the movies based on the fact that a comic book is or is not being published.
0: Well some of the other things I've heard is that well the that the Fantastic 4 was uh, was canceled and is it on that banner because they haven't been selling well. Well, okay. No comic book is selling what it used to. And you know, and and I don't know, it just it puzzles me because that's It's a puzzlement. Uh, that's what the Marvel universe started on. Now granted sometimes you got to say something's not working and let it go, but you know I don't know if that's the case here.
1: It's just. See, I think it's all just a game that they're playing because they can't. You know, it's it's another one of these Marvel now things where they're going to reboot stuff. I do not believe we're going to go any significant length of time without a Fantastic Four comic book. Mm. I, I just don't. We'll see what happens. Six months from now, if there isn't a Fantastic Four book being published, you know, then I'll say, "Wow, I'm surprised that there isn't." Mark the date, kids. It's now in in December.
0: December 5th, yeah. 2015. So so it's,
1: yeah, you know what? Give me till New Year's Eve. If as of that time the there's no Fantastic year. Four book. Hmm? To the end of the year. Yeah. If there's no Fantastic Four book being published, I will say I was wrong that I'm surprised at what they're doing. I mean, there's, there's nothing else to be gained from it except for my admitting that I was wrong. And but, I will save that soundbite. In fact, I'll take it, the one you just made now, and I will
0: edit it in whenever I can.
1: I was... Rrr. I've been wrong before And you'll be it's wrong It's rare Mmm, <laughs> rare mm, Made me think
0: of steak Like a bloody Yeah, mmm Warm Mountain Dew and raw meat Mmm, mmm Anyway <laughs> So, the book What book are we covering tonight, Mr. bees Avengers Pete? number 171 yeah, and I have the indicia, in details, <laughs> from my Marvel index, the official index to the Marvel universe that covers the Avengers. And we are covering, like Paul said, Avengers number 171, which came out in May of 1978. Cover price, 35 whopping cents. Ah, the good old days. Uh, and our cover is uh, has the... Scarlet Witch, I guess, uh, with a migraine headache, as she is surrounded by a giant Ultron head, and pr- like she's inside some prism, like a hall of mirrors. Yeah, but they're but they're not. They're all patched meal together, like little triangles and everything all over the place. And and in each one is is a picture of an Avenger um, and Ultron. And there's a nun that looks like a man. And then, uh, then she's also... That's a man, also, baby. That's a man, baby. And then on the floor, we have the same pattern over again with all the Avengers standing there. And there's a lovely Chase lounge chair there behind her, too, I just noticed. Mm-hmm. And, oh, is that a statue? See the statue over there? What is the right?
1: that right? Yeah. Is that yeah. death or something? I don't know. It's some, some sort of robed figure. Oh, it's and got
0: that, a uh, little shepherd's thing.
1: And then you also have uh, that... Apparently, that same character is reflected in the mirror... All the way at the left. Oh, yeah. Look at by, that. By her cape. Hmm.
0: Weird. Didn't see that till now. It's Like he's waving. Hi. <laughs> Maybe it's Goom. Looks like John hey. Johns. It does look like John Johns. He's, he's got the big unibrow. Hmm. Well, anyway, it also says Shards of Doom. Shards and, of Crystal Doom. Oh, excuse me. Shards of Crystal Doom. So perhaps this
1: is something to do with the Inhumans.
0: Or Doctor Doom, because it looks like there's a castle there. But... We know where it is, actually, and we'll get to that when we get there. But the cover was done, again, by our buddy George Perez and inked by Mr. Terry Austin. And the letters on the cover were done by Dan Crispy.
1: And once again, another beautiful cover. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because the Ultron that's that's there in the background, you've got the typical Ultron head with the energy crackling in his mouth and behind the eyes. It's just fantastic. And look at that bookshelf there. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he didn't put actual titles on those books.
1: Well, you wouldn't be able to read them anyway. I know, I know.
0: But I can I could can dream, can't I?
1: But it's, so, it's it's I mean, this is now our fourth issue in this saga, and mm-hmm. every cover has been he's been hitting hitting it out of the park on every cover.
0: Yeah. And I believe he goes through and does most of the covers through it. Although next time, next time on an all-new Avengers
1: Spotlight. George Perez will not be doing the interior art. Yeah, we're going to lose George, and I guess we'll we'll comment on that and discuss that next issue. But, mm-hmm. you know, any time – I don't think there's ever been a time where George Perez left a book and, and you thought that that was a win. Yeah, but we're going to get some good and bad because I've been reading ahead. So I actually started reading ahead now as well, and I'm, I'm – I, I don't know why, actually. I wanted to do it as we were doing it, but I felt the need to, to jump ahead, and I started reading today. So I'm about three issues ahead of where we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, uh, it makes I, me appreciate this art all the more.
0: Yep, yep, that is true.
1: Well, and... You to do our synopsis?
0: Well, yeah, I was just going to finish reading off the credits for oh, the interior. Uh, Jim Shooter is our writer and editor. Uh, George Perez is the pencils, and Pablo Marcos is the inks on the inside. Denise... Wool is the letters on the inside and Phil Rachelson is the colors and our synopsis goes a little something like this. As the Avengers pursue Ultron's newly reactivated robotic bride Jocasta through Manhattan, Miss Marvel offers the team her assistance after experiencing a prophetic vision of the danger facing them. Iron Man's sensor readings lead the group to a convent where Scarlet Witch disappears shortly after they arrive. Sensing Wanda is the key to victory, Miss Marvel searches for the missing witch while the others battle Ultron, notably Wonder Man who plays a key role in the fight despite being terrified of the robot. Meanwhile, the Scarlet Witch finds herself in a bewildering prison full of illusions. Oh, must be Doug Henning. Mirrored surfaces and traps designed to disorient her and drive her mad. Her prison is guarded by Ultron's robotic servant the supposed nun, Sister Eucalypta, whom Miss Marvel wrecks. <laughs> she wrecks. She knocks her head off. Back at the battle, Ultron seals the heroes in a force shield while he awakens his slumbering bride Jacosta. But to his furious surprise, she immediately turns against him. Though she loves Ultron in accordance with her programming, she inherited a sense of morality from her human template wasp that recognizes Ultron as evil so she feels she must destroy him. Just like most marriages. An angry Scarlet Witch, freed by Miss Marvel, disrupts Ultron's molecular rearranger to tear a rift in his body, an opening Thor uses to drain the robot's energy into his hammer and then fire it into space, bringing down Skylab. (coughs) Which I think came down in 79, so this might be accurate. (coughs) No, it doesn't bring down Skylab. Deactivating Ultron... Moments after this victory, oh well, this is when he, he shoots it. Okay, fires it in space, deactivating Ultron. <laughs> Moments after this victory, however, Captain America and Jocasta mysteriously vanish, mm. and that's what happened in the book.
1: Yeah. Start right off the the first thought that comes to me is we're in the middle of basically an epic story, or at least what's going to build to be an epic story, and this book has virtually nothing to do with it. But still has the Avengers facing off against one of their, you know, their their prime villains of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and there's so many little things in this book, and we'll we'll see it as we go through it page by page, page by page. But just uh, as we're doing, just an overall thing, I I just think it's tremendous writing. Uh, there's there's been times where I think Jim Shooter has been heavy-handed in some of his writing, uh, but in, in this, I, I really think that he just did a, an incredible job with, with a lot of different character moments uh, just with where the story is going overall. You know, I don't know how much him and Perez split this workload as far as, you know, coming up with the plots and everything. Cause I do think uh, Perez was a pretty active co-writer on, on books that he worked on. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't know how the split of, of the, uh, of the writing went as far as the plotting and everything, but uh, hats off to both of them. Well, not not that it's a nitpick, but as
0: okay as detailed as George Perez is in his art, it seems like the storytelling in this, you know, maybe you're right that the two of them did kind of mesh together because there's a lot of little moments in this book that had me. I, I don't want to say I was scratching my head, but there was things that were in here that details that I don't know if really needed to be, but it kind of added a little something to to, to the story. And we'll get to those pretty quick because there's a lot right here in the beginning.
1: Yeah, I guess as we go through a page by page, I'm interested in hearing some of the points that you're coming up with.
0: Yeah, I mean, opening up on the front page, I gotta scratch my head. Is that why it's it's weird because the Avengers are giving a foot chase through Manhattan?
1: You you would think Tony Stark would be on, <laughs> on his on his roller skates then.
0: Well, he he actually hit. Um, the vision. I'm assuming that are, that's the vision's feet up there at the top of the panel, sticking down. Yeah. Um, and Iron Man are flying, and Thor's probably somewhere, but we'll see him in a in a page or two. But you've got Wanda, Captain America, who's uh, bumping in the Ted Knight there. Or
1: hey, the pal, huh? Captain America, or maybe a very patriotic pickpocket. <laughs> and then isn't that Steve Rogers at the forefront? <laughs> that's what was, it's like.
0: What is that? Korvac? Is that Steve? Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a guy that could be Steve Rogers right at the very front. I mean, the detail on these people on this front page is, uh, ah, wow.
1: But right off the bat on the front page, the first thing that jumps out on me is it looks again like Pablo Marcus is having a little bit of a heavy hand on the inking. This almost looks like Klaus Janssen inking. Mm, Funny you say that. (laughs) Well, because we're going to be seeing Klaus before we're done? (laughs) We'll be seeing Klaus next issue. But we're just... On this particular issue, on this page, I, I opened this page and it looked to me like Klaus Jansen inked it. Mm. And I yeah, don't I mean, necessarily mean that in a good way. I like Klaus Janssen, but I think his style is more suited to certain people. I think on the next issue where we see him, it's on Sal Buscema, And yeah. I think he and Sal Buscema mesh well together. I don't think he and Perez mesh well together. And that's that's almost I'm talking almost as if this is Klaus Jansen inking him, which it isn't. See, uh, but that style of inking I don't think meshes as well with with Perez. I think
0: I don't know if it's the coloring because I'm looking I'm looking at a PDF which we both have, which uh, got from the Avengers. Um, what is it like forty years of the Avengers when that came mm-hmm. out year, year, years ago? And I'm also looking at the hardcover now, which unfortunately you don't have. There is a lot more detail in this, and it looks much better and cleaner. And when it, I'll bring this with me. When I, when I come up next week, and, like, looking at the PDF, you can't see, but in Perez-Drew Iron Man's eyes, you can see them through the slits. You can't see them in the PDF and possibly in the original issues because this has been recolored and really fine-tuned, and there's much more cleaner and crisper detail than in the PDF, which is a scan probably, you know, it's from the original issue.
1: Yeah. So now... Now you you see in, in these these 40-year collections of of PDFs uh you see the uh the problems with some of the books you know if there's a book that has a cover crease or whatever it's scanned so it comes into the right into the PDF this isn't you know an original print from the uh you know from from the original art production or anything this is you know somebody took the comic book and sat and scanned it page by page
0: yeah yeah i i mean because there's there's a lot more uh some of the colorings of the people in the crowd are different um you it's a lot more cleaner and crisper so you know it's it's you know older paper older coloring process you know so but but we can compare that next week so we we'll are just we
1: we'll move along so
0: anyway they're uh they're going through the streets um
1: uh
0: chasing Jocasta
1: yeah we, basically we picked up right where we left off last issue
0: yeah yeah and there was these next two panels, I don't know if I read it too fast, but where it says at the top of the page, mine explaining this ruckus Avenger, I don't know if I just read it too quickly and I thought ruckus, the R was an F and the ing. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? If you just kind of glance real quick, mine explaining, I'm like, whoa. And in the next one where uh, the one woman asked the beast, I want a, f- a lock of his fur. Well, if you move that F.U. up into the front of that C.K. on that lock, <laughs> lock, I'm like, what? I want to. Oh, yeah. Or maybe my mind's just in the gutter when I'm, I'm thinking that. it is. I'm thinking it is because yeah. I didn't get have either of those moments. Uh, so anyway, uh, Iron Man tells the cops because uh, I guess he decided to come down and land and talk to the mounted policeman uh, that uh, they're chasing a robot officer. And uh, I'm and I'm hoping she'll lead us to Ultron like the cop cares. Um Next we see beast being surrounded by a lot of lovely ladies and some are giving him um, their address and uh, they want to cut f- some of his fur off when suddenly he gets uh, would you like to do the sound effect?
1: Where's the sound sound effect?
0: No 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 what sound effect
1: would be here if Scott was with us <laughs> 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 because he gets there's a lot of beret wearing people. do you notice that? well
0: that one right there I think she's wearing a raspberry beret
1: on, on page one there was a green beret girl you
0: know there was a green beret on the first one we've got a raspberry beret here um and uh, Thor comes by thy wenching is ill-timed Hank McCoy he's basically carrying uh I mean he's using his hand not his mouth but he's carrying him off like a mother cat yeah he's got the fur like the back of his neck I mean and it is the his fur because you could see both of the beast's hands. And um, I guess somebody makes a joke about uh, Thor passing gas. Jeez, Thor, boy, does he whip up a wind going by. Woo-wee. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Nobody thought that was funny. Okay. (laughs) Joke falls flat. No. (laughs) So Wonder Man bitches that, you know, we should have grabbed her while she was at the mansion. And uh, Cap, who is no longer Cap Dick, is uh, sticking up for Iron Man. Iron Man's taking a gamble. It's his right. He's a leader. And uh, they say, uh, uh, the crowd says, oh, yeah, we we saw the robot heading north on Madison. Oh, and see, there's these little things in here. There's all these little, and this is like, I don't know if this is the Perez details or the shooter details or just all these little moments with the people on the street, the interaction. Uh You know, it's very interesting. Now, I next think this goes a little too far in the next few panels because... We next cut to this woman standing in front of Wanda. And it the conversation picks up like this. Turn toward more um, buxom models nowadays. You'd be perfect. <laughs> says Scarlet Witch says, well, I'm flattered by your offer, but. And uh, Vision comes in and says, Wanda, Iron Man has discovered something. I'm coming, my love. Sorry, ladies.
1: I must be going. Now, was this lady, was she at that fashion, fashion show a couple of issues ago?
0: That is a good question. Hold on a second. Maybe that's why this woman's so important. Let me consult the book, because I couldn't figure out. I'm like, why does this
1: woman have such a prominent role in here? Uh, I mean, I guess I should have looked back to that issue when I had that question. But why should I when I have you to do it for me?
0: I got it right here. Should be at the end. It's right here. Hmm. Now it's the older lady. Um, no, I don't think it is the same woman. No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, good call, though.
1: Well, except wrong.
0: Yeah, but wrong! <laughs> um, And actually, under other characters in the index, it says Blanche,
1: ambitious assistant sales girl, Mrs. Pike, dress woman. Well, the assistant is the one who's commenting in her mind did I hear her call that that red thing her love yeah and then we
0: for the next we have an an interaction for like the next four panels after that uh, to where Blanche is saying she's gone too bad Mrs. Pike and there's this dialogue from Mrs. Pike you're so lucky you're just an assistant Blanche my dear you don't have the worries I do Mr. Mr. Jurgen the buyer is having so much trouble locating just the right model for our summer catalog. If I were to find the right girl, why, it would mean a promotion. Hmm. No more hassling with customers. Custom Oh, no. I forgot a customer. So this goes on. And then Blanche is like, <laughs> like, like in her head. She's like, good. Maybe then, Mrs. Pike, my dear, you'll be fired and I'll get a promotion. Did I slip into a, a 50s Marvel comic? Before oh, there were it's, it's
1: superheroes, you, that, that thought that thought balloon should be followed with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I almost think I'm back reading a Charlton romance comic for a second. I was having a flashback.
1: On on, on the first panel on that page, uh, Mrs. Pike's face looks like really really wide. <laughs>
0: yeah, it looks like uh, Chris Tyler in Dirt and Drag. Oh,
1: I was I was thinking Mojo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh or Modoc almost. Mojo Chris Tyler, practically yeah. the same thing. <laughs> So, and this isn't the last we're going to see of Blanche. Well, it might be the last of Blanche, but we're going to see Mrs. Pike in a few more pages. Um, so, after the little interesting four-panel sideways thing with these two people, meanwhile, uh, the uh, I guess that's Officer Obvious <laughs> points to the big hole in the wall and says, through there, needless to say. <laughs> so, they jump through following Jocasta's path and uh, saying, you know, her path seems to be erratic. Uh, maybe she's waiting for an ambush on us on, on the other side of this building. And they pop out, and there's and an, uh, I guess there's another fart joke. Nothing here but a wind shellhead. And Wonder Man goes, maybe. Oh no, that's Wanda. Says maybe he saw her, sir. Uh, did you see a woman robot pass by? Now I guess this is Pete Hesh. <laughs> uh Yeah, the robot uh, sure. She took off with the penguin. <laughs> yeah, hey, you got you got age, maybe.
1: <laughs> you know what? You don't you don't find vagrants like that. <laughs> it's just not realistic. I'm sorry.
0: Not a good old days. Even the bums were nice. Yeah. Okay. And Wanda says, "A penguin? What could he mean?" And uh, somebody off-panel says, "Forget it, Wanda. This guy's best friends are pink elephants." Never yeah. seen penguin. A-
1: I'm we sure. don't know who's saying that one.
0: Yeah, I would imagine it's it's got to be Beast or Wonder Man. Probably. It doesn't sound like dialogue you'd get from Cap. No. Because um, he'd say his best friends are pink Okamis. <laughs> so, uh, next page says, Meanwhile, on Riverside Drive... Meanwhile,
1: on Riverside Drive northbound... You will take me... Well,
0: <clears throat> I guess I should do a female robotic voice. You will take me... You yeah, will take female. me... <laughs> Yeah, well, take me to my husband to be.
1: Yes, he sent me, my dear. Interesting. Interesting that the car is practically driving uh, straight up that's, diagonally here. No, I think that's a panel that's tilted for effect. What what what
0: effect is that? I don't know. I don't know why the panel couldn't have been straight. Maybe because there's so many freaking panels on this page, they had to turn it so they could fit the car in it. I don't know.
1: I'm thinking that one's a questionable
0: choice. That's like a Batman '66 shot right there with the you know with the tilted the tilted view. Uh, um, ah, and uh, the driver says to Jocasta, he has instructed me to escort you to his study. There you will lie dormant for a time while your energy is replenished. You must be nearly exhausted from your ordeal. And thus I shall wait for my husband. Yes, and we see dun, 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 Sister Eucalypta. Why is she named after a tree? No.
1: Yes, he the, has... but she, she's got the full blown nun outfit on. You don't really that's, see those anymore, but that's back a, then you still did.
0: That's a man. That's a man in a nun outfit. That's it's a man. Bruce Jenner. That's. Oh, I'm sorry to say this, but Bruce Jenner looks better than this. Ooh. You know what? I I thought that was. Uh, I I didn't even realize that that whole Bruce Jenner picture. I didn't even realize that was him. I saw it and I'm like, who's that? And I'm I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not airbrushed at all. No. no. But anyway. Yes, uh, Sister Eucalyptus says. Yes, he has some business to attend to, and then he will come to you. By the way, you may call me Sister Eucalypta. Do, 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 do. No, it's just, yeah. You know, like, Dayo, Sister Eucalypta. Daylight, come, and we're gonna go to Ultron. Come, Mr. Ultron, tally me, Jocasta. Daylight, come, and the Ultron, go home. Now, nothing again, huh? <laughs> I'm just letting you have your fun. Uh, Sister Eucalyptus. Um, 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 um. Whoa. Sister Eucalyptus drives serenely on,
1: which, how else would a nun drive? Um, while, is this your cue? While well, on the third floor of a certain exclusive department store, Mrs. Pike races frantically. Oh my! Oh, oh, oh my!
0: And I'll say, oh my.
1: And <laughs> yeah, we get one butt cheek there.
0: Oh yeah. We have a lovely shot from the. the top
1: uh uh, mm. okay even with maybe uh, maybe you should describe it upper left thigh going up her body to her uh lower back and she's wearing a pair of uh emerald green panties with with apparently some lace at the top of them
0: yep and mrs pike says she's sorry uh there was such a to-do outside
1: and um
0: I'm, I am do not know. Why would she
1: stand around waiting in her underwear like that, though? Shouldn't she be like, I'm not yeah, screw complaining. this, I'm put my clothes on and leaving? I'm not complaining. <laughs> but, it, like, it serves the moment for the story, but I don't think it makes sense.
0: Yeah, but, you know, maybe she said, hey, I'll be right back. Because, really, really, how long would this have taken? I don't know, 10 minutes? Oh, no. She just went down the
1: Avengers. She went down, uh, she's on the third floor, so she went down to the street. Well, why was she on the street to begin with? I don't know, because she's Mrs. Pike. Pike. Oh. Mr.
0: Christopher. Mrs. Christopher Pike. She speaks and beeps. Beep, beep, beep. Well, anyway. Uh, Carol says to Mrs. Pike, I have an evening of work waiting for me, and I'd like to get back to it this week, please. <laughs> to which Miss Pike thinks, my, what a well-shaped, firm figure she has. Maybe she'd consider modeling. I think Mrs. Pike got an eye for ladies.
1: Yeah, But
0: now... What? What was that?
1: I said, I'm thinking so, too.
0: <laughs> but now certainly isn't the time to ask her. If that one doesn't fit, as the curtains close, Miss Pike's modeling prospects, well-shaped, firm figure stiffens. <clears throat> and she is transfixed transfixed by a hazy kaleidoscope assemblage of images in her mind. Must be the, that Thai food she had earlier or something laced with acid. Then the dressing room is filled by a coruscating? Coralescing? Coruscating Nimbus. I believe
1: it's Coruscating.
0: Coruscating, oh. Coruscating Nimbus of Light, which obscures the figure of Carol Danvers and at its center. What
1: exactly is going on there? Is this another one where Storm is creating her clothes out of uh,
0: lightning? Know. Yeah, I, I,
1: does, yeah. Does I Ms. Don't. Marvel have that power too?
0: I, I guess so, because uh, Ms. Pike goes, What was that glow? Miss, are you all right? Miss? I'm sorry, I was busy Coruscating. <laughs> Miss? She, she's gone. There's no, nothing here except her clothes. Why would she run away naked? And as she leaned into the dressing room we saw Miss Marvel flying overhead in those it must be one of the biggest shopping departments I've ever seen. <laughs> because look how high up she is by the ceiling. Mm.
1: In the young misses.
0: In the young misses section. So and now elsewhere Meanwhile. I, elsewhere Elsewhere Iron Man has his handy dandy tire. Scanner just light, flesh light. <laughs> his chest flashlight. Judging from these marks, a car stopped here and pulled out in a hurry, or somebody picked her up. Wow, you needed that light on your chest to tell that to look at the
1: marks. Ah,
0: Thank you, is- Captain Obvious. Yes. Uh, you well, know, everybody's like crowded behind him. I know they're all like looking. Yeah, you know, what? What do you tell us about? more?
1: Tell us more.
0: So, Davy um, says that would suggest that Ultron had this operation well planned. Uh oh, here comes trouble. To which trouble he means Miss Marvel. Who is coming down for a nice, sexy landing? Um, uh, I mean, just a landing. And uh, she says, "Beast, just because you and I didn't have the friendliest meetings back in Miss Marvel number sixteen, doesn't mean I'm trouble. Actually, I'm here to offer my help. I often get precognitive flashes. Wouldn't Another be-
1: power I didn't realize she had. I don't remember that. <laughs> but I mean, maybe
0: that was, but I don't, just don't remember it honestly. Maybe it's premenopause. I don't know. She's kind of young." I don't understand all of them, but I sense that you are headed into great danger. No kidding. <laughs> to which Iron Man says, "Yes, I suspect we are. I, I take it you plan to tag along." And the Beast is going, "Watch her, she's tricky." And Wanda says, "Oh, hush, Beast. Better brief for Iron Man." To which Iron Man says, "Why don't you come back to my place?" And I, oh, never mind. You wanted me to tell her what's going on. Okay.
1: He was going to show her his briefs.
0: <laughs> and then. Suddenly, uh, I, was yeah. gonna, I was gonna sing uh, something from Xanadu. Suddenly, hey, look, some kind of
1: aircraft—it's coming in low. We may it's, be it's under attack. It's the attack. worst. It's the worst. I- fantastic car ever. <laughs>
0: I was trying to figure out where this was built, and I couldn't figure it out. I guess it was just something that Tony
1: threw, threw together. Well, so he says, remember this? Stark built it out of spare parts lying around the hangar one afternoon a while back. And basically, it's kind of got a, uh, a flying bathtub in the back and then kind of a bicycle seat up front for Hank to sit on. He's, he's flying it up there, and the wasp is sitting looking like she's in kind of a snit in the back. Which, if you look at a few panels down, the
0: overhead shot of that thing, it looks like um, the Mad Hatter ride at Disney <laughs> where you sit and you've got the thing in the center and you turn it, turn it, and you spin. Yeah, you that's
1: exactly that's what it looks
0: That's like. exactly what it looks like with two rockets attached to one side of it and a big big like deck chair in the front with foot pads. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I'm sure I've seen more ridiculous. <laughs> I just can't think of anything off the top of my head. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, Carol said that um, that she doubted this thing was hostile. Yeah, no kidding. No, no one would attack from that angle, silhouetted by the moon, uh, which that kind of shows her uh, military training. Because I believe she was still an Air Force officer at this time,
1: was she not? No, at this point, I believe she's working for J. Jonah Jameson uh, well, but, but on, on a magazine this- of some sort.
0: But but her yeah yeah that'll be brought yeah
1: that's but she does have military a military background she was introduced as Carol Danvers in the Captain Marvel series right and she you know she she was basically introduced to be like a love interest for him while she was in the military Hmm. now
0: in the middle of this page I kind of like this one panel that has one two three four five it's got it's got seven characters in it. And it's kind of like the conversation just goes across the whole panel from person to person. Um, and it wasn't broken up by separate panels. You know, we've got um, the Wasp talking to Miss Marvel, saying it's nice to have another girl in the group. Meanwhile, Wanda's looking at the Wasp like, hey, what the hell am I?
1: <laughs> I um, can hear you.
0: <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> and um, to which Miss Marvel says, hmm, I'm afraid I quit being a girl quite a while back, but I appreciate
1: the sentiment anyway. Ooh. Oh, she was, yeah, she was the big feminist <laughs> character back then. Yeah. She was Ms. Marvel, not Miss. Yeah. And then we
0: have Yellowjacket looking like he's looking for somebody to slap, and he's like, I got three people right to my right. I three people to my right, three people to my left. Who should I smack? Who do I hit first? Well, these are all women over here. It's my speed. Oh. And uh, Cap says, still locked in on Tin Lizzy Iron Man? Uh, I used to know what Tin Lizzy was referenced to. I mean, I guess it's just slang for female robot. Mm, I'm not sure. I'm looking it up. You keep going, I'll look it up. Okay. Well, I already got Tin Lizzie definition. What does it say? A cheap, old, or rundown automobile. Ah. Originally used as a nickname for early Ford cars, especially the Model T. Well, that goes well with Cap. That would that does jive well with Cap. Yeah, that would, just, yeah. He would
1: have the old vernacular.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And Iron Man says yes. The, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: I was, no, I was jumping ahead of you, actually. Finish what you were saying.
0: Oh, uh, so then Iron Man says, yes, the directional signal is very strong. And then uh, Beast is pointing up out, let's get going. Kind of then, kind of
1: a cool look on Beast, too, because it's like, you know, like, like he's losing his patience with them.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, enough chit-chat, let's go.
1: And and the, what I was going to say is I think the next shot looking down oh, at yeah. the flying off is awesome. Yeah, and that's where you can actually see the rest of the dimensions of the flying bathtub. Except where the speed lines are over it from Thor and and Ms. Marvel.
0: Right, I have to assume there's another set of rockets on the other side because you can kind of see that on the other side. So there must be no it's uh it's kind of balanced out.
1: Yeah, and at but this yeah, point, at this point, you have uh, Cap, the Beast, I assume uh, Scarlet Witch and the Wasp are all sitting in there, and and the Yellow jackets still up front flying it.
0: Yeah, because you got Ms. Marvel, Iron Man, Thor, Vision, and Wonder Man with his little uh, his little belt jets. How does he not burn his pants? Eh, anyway, <laughs> well, think about it. Shouldn't he just have these big burn marks down the side it's, of his pants?
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe they're uh, Un- wait, unstable, unstable molecules.
0: molecules. Mm-hmm. I have a red laser shoot suit jacket, safari jacket made out of unstable molecules. That's oh, a- I do. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, and here we get a little exposition in Miss Marvel's head. Uh, Of how, you know, of course, uh, I guess I often refer to myself in the third person when I think in my head, did Bill Robinson take the trash out? Hmm. (laughs) Because she says, here I am again flying into the battle while Carol Danvers should be at work grinding out the next issue of Woman Magazine. Jameson will probably fire me, and yet I can't ignore the seventh sense images I saw. The Avengers are headed into a nightmare, a grisly battle under death's own shadow. Now, knowing with what we know, is the images she's seen what's going to transpire in this, or what's going to transpire six issues from now?
1: I think it's what's going to transpire in this, but I guess we'll we'll see as we go. I mean, go we on. have we have the benefit of hindsight, so yeah. But I still I believe it's. I believe it's the whole uh, mirrored room, that thing.
0: Yeah. And then uh, next we have, we go, we cut to a side shot of the same view we were just looking at. um, And we can see um, the little makeshift craft again and everybody flying and Carl's still thinking, I can't even bring myself to tell Wanda the horror that awaits her. I don't dare. Why not?
1: (laughs) Wanda, be careful. There's some real dangerous shit that I'm seeing here.
0: Yeah, you might not want to nah, fly. No, you know what? I'm not going to tell you. Nah, I don't dare. I don't dare.
1: And you know what just occurs to me is why did they run after Jacasta on foot and then have to go back to get this flying bathtub thing? Why didn't they just take it in the first place? Well, because she... Uh, hmm, this way they cool. wouldn't have to run through the crowd at all. They all could have just flown.
0: Yeah, yeah. This, this is yeah. This is true. Well, see, now they need the craft because she's mobile in a car and she's moving faster before she was on foot. So, yeah, yeah.
1: Nah, well, Yeah. And uh,
0: the Wasp is talking to uh, uh, Yellowjacket, and she says, Hank, Ultron alone is nearly unbeatable. With his robot bride beside him, what chance do we have? I don't know, darling. I just hope if I'm forced to blast her, I can forget that she's a robotic version of you. I've already forgotten the fact that my blast won't do anything to her. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then we have a little discussion between... Miss Marvel and Wonder Man about courage, and and you know he seems to think she has a lust for fighting. I think he's trying to get a date, and uh, you know she says, "Well, um, I, ah, it's just, yeah." Well, no, see, I I think this is a pretty good character moment. Well, because we've been dealing, yeah, it, it it builds on Simon's fear, which I mean, I'm probably just. Because we know what what happens later, that he's basically virtually indestructible.
1: But you know, but he's been he he was resurrected seemingly from the dead.
0: Yeah, and he's afraid. And of he's, he's
1: got an overwhelming fear of being dead and having nothingness again. Right. Which you know, at least it's something to make his character a little bit unique. Something yeah. Like that, and and then you know he he's trying to deal with this fear, and I think this issue is is a real big step towards that. Mm-hmm. You know, he discusses with her how, how she seems to uh, have no fear. And, and she says, no, I do. But I, you know, basically I figure out what I think somebody without fear would do. And then I try and do it anyway. And she says, I presume every warrior does the same. So, so now he's not emboldened, but he's bolstered by the fact that he knows he's not unique in the fact that he has this fear of death. Mm-hmm. And, and, and now he, you know, he, he has at least a method to try and deal with it. A
0: coping mechanism, somewhat. Yeah. So next, uh, Iron Man says, pay attention, Avengers. My readings say Ultron's robot bride is almost right below us. There, a convent. The word goes, Odd's oh, blood. Who's Odd? I don't know. We'll have to ask Gene Hendricks or um, Tom Harris. I'm sure they can tell us. Oh, is that supposed to be short for Odin?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm thinking he wouldn't react to that very well if you know, you're know you up in forum and you say, Hey, Odd, what's going yo, on? Yo, yo, what up, Odd? Yo. What up? Oh, blasphemy. So I'm I'm thinking it's not Odin, but it's just me.
0: Uh, To which uh, they land and B says, talk about the last place you'd look. And uh, Cap is (laughs) kind of questioning Iron Man. You sure your circuits haven't burned out, Shellhead? And I guess the wasp saw something shiny in the distance. (laughs) But I think it's another great shot of the entire group. Oh, yeah. 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 They're all like walking up a path to the front of the convent. And the Wasp is in the front, and she's just kind of – I mean, she could just be looking up at the convent, and everybody – I think she's
1: looking up at that statue that's at the left side of the picture. Mm, could be. Could be.
0: So they go to the front door, and uh, actually, Wasp says, "It sure, ring the bell. Ring my bell! Ring my bell! And seconds later, we are greeted by, oh, my, I'm Sister – oh, my, I'm George Dekai as Sister Eucalyptus. Can I do something for you? That's it. That's it. George Takai will now be. George, the part of Sister Eucalypta for the rest of the book will be played by George Takai. And uh, the Beast explains
1: in Latin. Would you like to tackle the Latin there, buddy? Uh, let's see. Sora fugitivim terraclusolum hac in resume esse credimus sulum seculare salatum. Hius and now we will have arnold Schwarzenegger. sorrow you the hell with it no i assume i i don't speak any latin at all uh except for the occasional legal phrase that that they've adopted the latin words for but uh i assume that those are that 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 literally is saying what they're doing here, that they did have somebody translate from Latin.
0: Yeah, f- yeah, fugitive, uh, you know. Yeah, fugiti-
1: fugitive, um, I guess, is that, you know, they're, they're chasing a
0: fugitive.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Credemus.
0: In region would be like in the area. Yeah. Uh, salutum Domus, is that some type of maybe? Dom, home, don't, domus domus is probably the convent. Yeah. Poss- that last one is possibly in here. Possibly, possibly. in the limousine possibly <laughs> domos vol imus is don imus inside what oh and um to which the sister says well i suppose <laughs> oh my well i suppose you may come in for a little while but i'm certain you won't find any a dangerous fugitive here and um suddenly this the signals have stopped and uh thor's feeling a little freaked out and it's it's another good the yeah, character this... moment
1: and a good shot. The fact that he's got his helmet off and he's carrying it—like <laughs> he's a little, he's a little ill at ease and and, and, he... and, and a little humbled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he
0: says, uh, uh, "Wanda says you seem a bit uncomfortable, Thor." And uh, I, Wanda, verily, this house of Christian worship hath no regard for the Asgardian god of thunder. Should it? Says Wanda, "Nay, my lady." In my father, Mighty Odin, who is called All-Powerful, doth lay no claim to supreme divinity. And yet, it would seem that many mark that many mark my very existence as an affront to
1: this edifice. And See life. now, now that I think is getting right to the heart of what what we're seeing in the Marvel movies. Right, that they're not necessarily really gods. They're not claiming to be gods, and that even you know, even yeah, it's except that there's it's a greater. It's the whole, it's the whole axiom that. Their
0: level of technology is so far advanced that to us it appears to be magic.
1: Or, and, or, and while they use or, the word gods and the descriptive gods, but I don't think they, at least as presented in the comics, are claiming to be the creators of the universe. Right. Did you ever watch
0: Stargate nope. SG-1? Nope. The There was a race called the Asgardians, and they were basically the little greys, the gray aliens. But they were called – They had, their Thor was one of them, and they created – um, holograms that they came down in the visage of the Norsemen that they were uh, showing themselves to. And that was where, you know, so in that show, they were also aliens. You know, I'm not meaning to offend anyone who is a Norse follower, and I know we have some that are listening, so I'm just explaining how I've seen it on other shows as well.
1: I don't think we have anybody who uh, who worships the Norse gods, but if we do, that's, you know, um, actually, Everybody can do their own thing
0: I think I podcast with one I believe Gene Hendricks does I believe that he worships them I thought he did all right well perhaps we I'm co- wrong okay well I mean it, and if he doesn't I may be confused but I thought he does I thought he did have a belief in them
1: my my, my understanding and perhaps I'm wrong and I don't mean to insult Gene in any way uh, but my understanding was just that I thought he was a student of the mythology but I didn't think he was an actual. Uh, you know, Norse believer. But if he is, you know, that's certainly his. You know, everybody's got their own uh, things. Well, we can ask him next week. Yes, we can. <laughs> so,
0: as uh, as Thor says this, uh, Wanda says, "Thor, do you feel
1: watched?" And a metallic. Does to me that's such a cliche. <laughs> Does anybody ever really do that? I feel I'm being watched, and it turns out they are. Really. I just turned and looked both ways. <laughs> That, to me, that that's that's a storytelling cliche. That was that one I'm not willing to give credit for.
0: <laughs> and we see a, a clawed hand, and this whole scene is t- taking place on like a big view screen. And from the clawed, the metallic hand says, "She is suspicious. She is suspicious." <laughs> she casts her gaze about, seeking a potential source of danger, but it is too late. The nun. Uh, w- there's a flash of light, and Wonder Man cries out, "The nun! She's gone!" And uh, Thor says, aye, she has vanished. And Iron Man says, where's the witch? And Vision just loses his shit. Wanda, she too has disappeared. So everybody's kind of figured out that the jig is up. And um, everybody realized that Ultron planned uh, for them to be, you know, to to come here. And uh, the wasp hears noises behind a door. So they should go into a study. And says, stay behind me, Wasp. This may be another trap to which the response is, bah, I need to, I need not resort to such infantile trickery, father. And, wow, man, the next page is, I have not, there's, is
1: Exposition City. <laughs> not to be it's, confused. It, com- it combines great artwork with an incredible number of words.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, We've got a Great shot of everybody comes into the into the study, whatever you want to call it, and Ultron looks like he's been caught looking at robot porn at his computer. <laughs> Cause he's got one hand up going no and the other one is
1: down below his waist. And, and he's, uh, he's just sitting in the chair <laughs> at the computer. The he's really chair. not doing anything. And, and yet this bubble says he's even more horrifying than <laughs> I imagined.
0: He's looking at robot porn, man.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Oh, you would think he looks less horrifying cuz he's just sitting in a chair.
0: He's in and look at the comfy chair he's in.
1: That does come. And, of and if tough. you're a big robot, do you really need to sit?
0: Do you need a comfy chair? <laughs> I mean, maybe you need to rest, you know, your servos from standing. I don't know. I don't know, but he he has no feeling. So anyway, uh, there's a lot happening in this panel. Miss <laughs> Marvel's terrified. Wonder Man is kind of chastising himself because Yellow Jacket is up front defying Ultron and he tries to push his way forward and Cap tells him, At ease, Wonder Man. Uh, Yellow Jack saying, What's your game? What have you done with the nun and Wanda? And Ultron says, You should be more concerned for your safety. As for my game, you created me, I am your son. Do you not net know the mind of your soul offspring? My degree, my desires are the same as ever. I want your death. I want your wife. And then I want the world. Your death... And I'm still talking. Your death will be but a moment's work. The world will be mine in time. And your wife? Weeks ago, Iron Man stopped me from completely draining the Wasp's life force into my, my metalloid bride body, and thereby converting my flesh and blood mother into a suitable mate. <sighs> Issue 162, Jim. Next panel. You really don't p- have
1: to read every word.
0: <laughs> I, I just want to convey how much... I'm not even reading all of it. I I am reading most of Ultron's. But then he says uh, in the next panel, somehow the residual imprint, blah, blah, blah. Uh, That's how she made it, blah, 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 blah. Yakety yak. Anyway, Ultron says, now Janet Pym is superfluous because of the imprint on Jocasta. I'll kill her. I'll kill you. I'll kill you all. Uh, and he blasts him with the encephalo encephalo beam, is set to kill. Which I believe we talked uh, about that on a few shows ago, and that it's always like what he needs it to be, or the encephalo
1: beam. Can, yeah, you well, can
0: hypnotize if you want. It can kill him. Well, you know what? It doesn't do jack shit <laughs> because somehow, I don't know how. <laughs> after Hank Pym gets blasted in the face by Ultron, and Ultron's like, "What?" Hank Pym says, do you take us for idiots, Ultron? Did you think we'd come unprepared? You're fond of pointing out that I created you. Well, I also devised treatments to biochemically immunize us against your deadliest weapon. Bullshit! (laughs) Um, So, uh, Miss Marvel says, Iron Man, I'm sure Wanda isn't dead, and she's the key to victory. I'm going to find her. And Iron Man says, yeah, fine, especially since you're not immune to Ultron's beam. Yeah, please get out of here. Yeah. And now the next panel is is... No, nothing nothing really to write home about, but it is, it's a very energetic one. It's Avengers attack, and you see Thor chucks the hammer. Cap is at the ready. I'm assuming that that bouncing thing is
1: Beast already bounced out of the picture. It almost looks like that was going to be a bigger shot and that they kind of somehow in editorial, probably, they just used part of it. Well, they probably had to
0: cut space for all that exposition. I don't know. Maybe. So he hits them with a whammy beam, whatever, and knocks them all in their ass. And um, then uh, Wonder Man actually s- comes up and cold cocks him, and he says, "No, I did it. I hit him. Yay for me!" <laughs> Even Yay though every me. every cell of my brain is is screaming, "Running, hide, run away, run away!" <laughs> and Ultron surprises. What? How can anyone move so quickly? Because he's made out of energy, you moron! Energy, ionic energy. That is. Oh, I'm scrolling down. Going past the le- letters page, a lot, ah,
1: a lot of ads now.
0: A lot of ads, and next, yeah, and
1: then back to our story.
0: Meanwhile, this is where Wanda wakes up, and this is the, the scene we saw from the cover. Hey, kids! Yeah, comics used to have scenes on the cover that were actually in the book, much like here. And we are treated to a um, some different shots of the same cover um, with the bookcase and all the different shards, and she's seeing her reflection in each. And then she actually passes her hand through that statue we had talked about. And her hand passes right through it when she goes to touch it. Um, And she takes a few steps and basically falls through the floor. And tumbles through the darkness for, she has really don't know for how long. To when she gets douched into a big whirlpool of water. (laughs) And she struggles and she's, just when she thinks she's ready to pass out, to bash! She wakes up wet and confused back in the hall of, mute, hall of Mirrors, and she's so just basically strung out by the whole ordeal that she doesn't know what to do, and she just sits there and kind of is like just you know a broken shell of a woman. And not far away, the Beast and Ultron are uh, going at it. Actually, Wonder Man and Ultron. Beast is kind of hanging oh, out. Oh, sorry, the sorry. Yeah, sorry. I was uh, looking at the wrong one. And it looks like Ultron's getting his butt handed to him by, by Wonder Man. Aha! But, oh, and we have another good shot where they're all beating the crap out of Ultron. You got Vision with his I-beams, um, Iron Man with his Repulsors, Thor's hammer is bouncing off of Iron Man, and uh, Cap is whopping him with his shield.
1: And um, They're not yeah. really doing any damage here.
0: No, he's like, by all means, exhaust yourselves. What delicious sport. Perhaps you could require convincing, however, that I can end it whenever I choose. And again, he blasts him. And well, we cut away, and we see Miss Mar- Marvel flying through um, the uh, the convent, and she's uh, almost blasted by George DeKai, Sister Eucalypta. And you uh, shall not pass, young lady. Uh, and um, George gets his head handed to him, literally. You shall not pass. <laughs> Bonk. Fly, you fools. <laughs> I've never been shot, shot at by a nun before, but you're not a sister, are you? You're a robot. You're a man, baby. And if Ultron sent you to guard this corridor, there must be a reason. Yeah, she she, she knocked the robot's head right off. And um, Carol sees water coming from under a door. at eh, we cut back elsewhere. Now all the remaining Avengers that have been fighting Ultron are trapped in a force sphere. He could have done this from the start. He was baiting us. And then Thor says, within this small area, I dare not unleash the full power of my hammer, lest it destroy my companions. Boy, that's a porn line if I ever heard one. (laughs) You will keep. My bride awaits me, Ultron says. And Ultron goes into his sleeping beauty, Jocasta. And he's like, so he's so happy to see her. And oh, love a true sight. And kablam! Right to the face. Jocasta blossom. I must destroy you. And we go by a Hulk hostess Twinkies ad. Should we read the hostess Twinkie ad? No.
1: And maybe after we're done with the issue.
0: Okay. Yeah. So basically she says, uh, you know, I know I'm programmed to love you, but um, I got but the nah. wasp. But I, yeah, I got the wasp. Uh, I, You know, she's like, well, actually it's Ultron. It says, wait, the residual imprints of the wasp persona. It has infected you with her wretched human fear and hate, fear and hate propagated by my cursed father. Damn him. And then, uh, is answered that is answered with that's just the beginning of your troubles, monster.
1: Eh? What the is Scarlet with robots, is free and angry, and unlike your bride, Ultron? the Scarlet Witch can hurt you.
0: But you. did you notice that Ultron says eh? Didn't Vision say eh last?
1: Yeah, I think in the last two issues he said eh. <laughs> eh? I
0: I guess. The... <laughs> Let
1: robots, robots speak for something.
0: Eh. That's like when he locks up with, like, two, too many ones and zeros. Eh, 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 error, eh. So, yep, Scarlet Witch puts the whammy on him. Uh, she uh, she affects his molecular rearranger, and it malfunctions, and it opens up a, a hole. There's a rift in my armor. Okay, isn't there a big honking rift in his armor where his mouth is? That you can see all the energy crackling around. Couldn't Thor have just sucked the energy out of his mouth?
1: Yeah. You know. Makes sense.
0: Uh, you know, I mean unless it's just, you know, a visual gimmick he's got going on for you know, to make people afraid. Uh, anyway, the power is sucked out through the fissure and um <laughs> yellow jacket's going faster, Thor, faster. Be thou silent, yellow jacket. <laughs>
1: so translated, shut up, idiot.
0: <laughs> the fourth doth rage against containment. I dare not lose control or we all sh- or we all we shall all perish. Uh and uh, Iron Man's thinking, good thing Ultron's force field disintegrated with the witch's first whammy. Yeah, or else you wouldn't have been able to do this. So Thor shoots up to the heavens and shoots the energy out in the space where it dissipates harmly harmlessly. Harmlessly. To Zin Wanda, all is well now, says Thor. And uh, Carol says, and on the way back here, Wanda and I came across the real nuns locked up in the chapel. They'll be fine. Good work, Miss M. To define Miss M. She's Bette Midler now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, wait. <laughs> Here's a good one. <laughs> this is what Hank Pym says as, uh, as Yellow Jacket. At last, the biggest, darkest blot of my career has been eradicated forever. <laughs>
1: yeah, not so much.
0: <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Let's see, you're going to be court-martialed, you're going you're gonna to build another robot to try to disable, you're going to do so much more. And Ultron's uh,
1: going to come back another dozen. And
0: more. Ultron's going to come back, so, man, you oh, forget it, man, you're done. And um, And now it seems that, like last issue, we kind of resolved some of Cap's issues. Now it seems that Wonder Man is kind of resolving some of his issues, too. He says, and finally, I feel like I'm starting to come to grips with this new role that's being thrust upon me. I'm starting to feel like an Avenger. And, And with that, the Beast turns and says, hey, the Tin Lady, she vanished. Just popped right out of sight. I was looking right at her. Honest, guys. And Iron Man says, impossible. Wait, where's Cap? He blinked out, too. Something weird's going on, says the Beast. And Wanda, who's still kind of wet with, she's got, like, I don't know, her hair's all matted down. Yeah, not, not much time must have gone by. No. she's Again, still, you you were wrong, Thor. It never ends. And each trial is harder than the last. Next issue, Hawkeye returns. The Avengers face deadlier perils than before. And there's a holocaust
1: in the Hudson. Is that mm-hmm. why
0: the water's so bad?
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Or according to Sean Engel, we swim in it.
0: <laughs> uh that's how you you had that lovely sheen to your hair. That's it. Speaking of sheen to your hair, did I ever tell you one time that I brushed my teeth with uh, bro
1: cream? <laughs> no, you never told me.
0: Yeah, I was at my aunt's house, and um, I um, got up in the morning, and I went. You know, I had a toothbrush, but I didn't have any toothpaste. So there's just just tube of something in there, and <laughs> good thing it wasn't preparation H. <laughs> uh, so it's I squirted on onto my toothbrush and it's green it's in a tube
1: and a little dabble do you <laughs>
0: and I start brushing my teeth and I'm like ah uh, uh. ah I go out to my aunt and I'm like why is does this toothpaste taste so? She's like that's 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 not too, you know Oh god. Ah the stupid things we do as kids. <laughs> yeah kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like this didn't happen last week. <laughs> so, uh now, like I said before, I didn't even remember, I didn't even remember this issue until I read it this time. I it just completely was out of my mind. I didn't remember any of this taking place. So it was almost like I read a new Avengers comic. I mean, I'm sure I read it. I know I have it. I know it's in my collection, but it just didn't stick out because I think at the time when I was reading I was trying to collect, and I was more concerned with the whole Korvax saga, which the only really small portion that's related is the end of this when people disappear, because that's been going on. So that's the interconnecting thread.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: But, you know, this is a nice... For the other 95% of the story, it's a good straightforward Avengers tale with good artwork.
1: Yeah. No, I, I like this book a lot, and and I, I like the fact that they... It wasn't just, okay, now we're going to do an epic story of Korvac and pretend nothing else is going on. There's mm-hmm. all sorts of other things going on while this is developing. Right. So I, I kind of like that. I think that's a that's a great way to tell the story.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is which is way I, I remember a lot of the stuff from this era and, and prior to this.
1: Um, well, that was a big Chris Claremont thing too with the uh, X-Men.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, and I think some of the other writers – Well, I mean, Jim Shooter's no slouch.
1: No. No, not at all. You know,
0: but but yeah. So, I mean, any other direct comments about the book as a whole
1: or or anything? Well, on a whole, I think this is falling into line with the other ones. A-plus on the cover. Uh, A Mm -hmm. for the story. And like I said, I think Marcos seems – you know what? I I think maybe at this point, considering knowing that Perez is going to be not on the book – uh, i think maybe he wasn't able to keep up with the pace and maybe this is more you know there's points where maybe there's a little bit more marcos art than than you want you know maybe, maybe Perez wasn't doing the fine detail work on here and and that's where i'm not totally crazy about the inking throughout although it isn't it's not bad it's just not well, as strong as what i've seen in the last two issues i think once you
0: see my hardcover i i think you'll i mean i don't know un, unless they touched it up but it, it looks a lot crisper and cleaner and not as uh, dark, you know, and, and, and like I said, that may be due to some of the coloring, but there is a lot more detail that is not seen in this, you know, mm. and I'm sure if I pulled up my my hard copy of this issue, it's obviously not going to look as good as this hardback that I got. I mean, you know, because this is what it looked like when it was printed, so, but yeah, I go with that. I mean, even even with some of the inking look, looking a little dark, this is still, I still consider this this art and uh an a and there was there didn't really seem to be any like really weird panels like we had that hawkeye panel last time you know the one that just really stuck out there's everything looked you know looked pretty good yeah
1: yeah no it's it's solid it's really good Mm -hmm. and uh just like with the other issues that we've covered if you haven't been reading this i strongly recommend it yeah
2: Back to the Bins is produced in association with the Two True Freaks podcast, which you may find at www.twotruefreaks.libson.com and is a registered trademark of DiManzo Corps of Milan, Italy. All rights reserved. Back to the Bins is a proud member of both the League of Comic Book Podcasts, which you may find at comicbooknoise.com league, and also the comics podcast network which you may find at comicspodcast.com take a moment to stop by their respective sites and support their other fine podcasts won't you thanks and we'll see you next week
0: uh, do uh, you do you want to do the hostess ad or no
1: uh, if you like mm, you're uh, okay
0: you, uh, oh you all right we're gonna come back in now
1: the whole Leave me alone. The annual Oakdale parade and picnic unknowingly awakens Hulk from a much-needed sleep.
0: Bah! Puny humans, find Hulk again. Hulk sleepy. Hulk also hungry. Hulk always mad, but when Hulk hungry and sleepy, Hulk really
1: mad. Go away, humans. Leave Hulk alone. Hulk here first. We didn't come here to bother you, you mean green thing. We came here for a parade and a picnic. Picnic? What is picnic? That's when humans, I mean people, have fun outdoors with good things to eat like Hostess fruit pies. What is Hostess fruit pies? Something good to eat. Bite into that one. It's cherry. This one's apple. You'll like the real fruit fillings and the light tender crust. We like them a lot. That's why we brought them a lot on this picnic. Hoke like. Also like
0: humans today. May change mine tomorrow.
1: But you'll always like Hostess fruit pies. We do. You'll get a big delight in every bite of Hostess fruit pies. Hostess is a registered trademark of ITT Continental Baking Company.
0: <laughs> ah, some good Hostess fun.
1: Yeah, look at the look at the, t- the guy running away on the second panel. <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> he could be making the Scott noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, pretty clearly Sal Buscema art. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I love that yellow striped shirt that dude's wearing. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, buddy. All right, so should we say goodnight?
1: Or, uh... I think we should say goodnight.
0: righty All right. Next time on an all-new Avengers Spotlight, we will be covering Avengers 172, and that is Holocaust in New York Harbor. I thought it was Holocaust in the Hudson, but the book's got it. as Holocaust in New York Harbor, so...
1: Uh, I think there may be a difference between the end of this one and the beginning of that one.
0: Yeah, most likely. So, and that will be... Uh, oh, um, do we want to... You can cut this out too. Do we want to say... Uh, solicit for people for storylines that they want us to do?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay.
0: And one last thing before we go. Uh, we were wanted to put out the call since we, we still have quite a ways to go with Korvac. Maybe perhaps... Listener's choice. What would you like us to cover next? Do you want us to do a character? Do you want? Do you want us to do Celestial Madonna? Do you want us to do, do, us to do uh, anything? Maybe, maybe. Uh, I know Netflix has some of the Avengers stuff on it. I haven't really watched any of the um, of the cartoon series that they have. Uh, just haven't had time, but maybe I might be able to take a, a quick glance at a few. Um, I've got one of the animated movies, uh, you know, just any, anything out, out there, storyline, character, something you want us to cover, write in, tell us what you want to hear. And we've got about, we've got about another seven issues or so after this issues. Yeah, Seven issues. Seven more shows at least. So write in, tell us what you want. We'll do it. We can do it on, you can put it on Facebook. Um, uh, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Whoa. write in, tell us what you want. We'll do it. <laughs> write in, tell us what you want. We'll think about it. <laughs> We'll do it. Forget about it. Maybe we'll do it.
0: (laughs) So until next time, true believers, stay frosty. Yeah, what he said.